Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to another week on our School of Sellers show. I am so happy that you are here listening today, and I know I say this about all of my episodes, but I'm just so excited about the series that we are doing right now. So if you have been hanging out and following along live, this is part two of our Back to Basics series, but if you are listening and it is possibly weeks from now or maybe even months from now since this was recorded in April of 2021, you can go to schoolofsellers.com slash foundations and you can jump right into our Back to Basics series so that you can get all caught up. But you don't have to do that just yet. Every single one of these episodes is going to make perfect sense whether or not you've listened to the others. And I wanted to point out that our Back to Basics title is a little misleading because yes, this is intended for newer sellers. Whether or not you have a store, you're thinking about getting a store, or maybe you've had a store for a while and you just haven't done much with it, this episode is definitely for you. However, it is quite amazing how much value I get out of revisiting quote unquote beginner content. I am constantly learning, constantly being reminded of things that I should be doing that I'm not. So if you are one of my more established seller friends listening to this episode, please do not press stop. It is absolutely for you too. Today we're talking all about marketing and I'm going to be coming to you with the most simple but high impact marketing techniques that you can use now so that you're not feeling like you always have to do what everyone else is doing in the marketing world. Because I think when we hear the term marketing, we automatically think of like complicated sales funnels and spending tons of money on advertising. And while that can be the case, once you grow your business to that level, it's certainly not the case for most sellers. And marketing can actually be very simple and very low cost. And the truth of the matter is, is that product creation is just the tip of the iceberg. I think a lot of times when we get into the TPT business, we automatically think that it's just about the products, just about creating. And for my early on experience in the TPT world, it was very product focused. However, I've come to realize that there is no point in spending all of that time creating products if you aren't going to show people where to find that product, right? It's like writing the next New York Times bestseller, but then just putting it on your nightstand and keeping it there for years and years. There's literally no point other than your own enjoyment that you get out of it. So if you are spending all of this time thinking about products to create and actually creating the products, then we should be devoting just as much time, if not more, to marketing those products and showing people where to find them. Today, we're going to briefly talk about as many of your options as possible. And I think you'll be surprised to find if you're a new seller how many simple, free, or low-cost ways there are to market. And if you are an existing seller, you might be like me and realize that there are some things right in front of you that are free and easy, but often overlooked. And you can use those to make a marketing impact on your business. So I can't wait to talk about this. Let's start with the most simple of topics. At the very base of things, marketing is the way that you sell your products. And when you market your products, you are communicating to your customers somehow. 
Maybe it's through an email. Maybe it's through a Facebook post. Maybe it's through a video. But I would say that more often than not, our marketing is through text because we are either writing a caption for Instagram. We are writing the product description of our actual product because that is marketing as well. So the way that we talk to our customers and the language we use is very, very, very important. And I'm not talking about the language you use to sell your products. Like there's not really a go-to phrase or a set of words that I use when I'm talking about my products or getting into marketing mode. It's more about the people that you're selling to. And in the School of Sellers Foundations course that is opening in May of 2021, that is our beginner and new seller course, we go through this exercise to find your ideal customer. And it's a really in-depth exercise where you hit on all of these tiny details as you create a prototype of your ideal customer. And you're thinking about things that you never thought you would think of, like what do they like to watch on TV at night? Where do they like to hang out online? What types of books do they read? Things like that, because the more you can know about your customer, or at least the more details you can nail down about the type of customer you want, the more you can reach them and speak to them in a way that will really get them to pay attention. You have to think about the teachers that you are creating for and what they are exposed to every time they go online, right? They go on their Facebook page or they log into Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest or anywhere, really. And they are just inundated with messages from all over the place, from other marketing people, from other TPT sellers, from anyone else they follow. So it's really important to learn how to stand out on their feeds from the very beginning. And the way that you can do that is talking to them, using the language that they use, using terms that they use, drawing on their interests, and just making that connection in the text. And I make it sound simple, but it's not as easy as it sounds. And it's something that you can start now that will really pay off over time. So one of the things I encourage you to do is definitely sit down and think about who you are marketing to. Who is your ideal customer? And don't keep it broad. Go as specific as possible. If you create resources for first grade teachers, think beyond the classroom. What is your teacher doing when she leaves the classroom? Think about the things she might be interested in. And then think about ways that you can weave those interests into the words that you write for your Facebook captions or your Instagram captions. And this sounds like a really vague concept, but to give you a concrete example, let's say, and this is a super simple example, but let's say that your ideal customer is someone who leaves the classroom at the end of the day, goes home, you know, does dinner and maybe baths for the kids, but then at night she likes to curl up with a glass of wine and watch Real Housewives. You could totally use that to your advantage and possibly use a Real Housewives GIF in some of your Facebook posts. Anything that's really going to draw them into your content. It doesn't have to directly be related to that product. You just have to find a way to draw them in to your audience and make them interested in what you have to say. And one of the things you can do at the very beginning is drawing upon their interests. I've started a Google Doc on my own computer that is just what I like to call my copy vault. So anytime I think of a catchy phrase or just like a one-liner that I can use to reach my audience based on what I like to think they do in their free time, I put it in my copy vault. I've also started adding captions to my photos in my iPhone. So if you have an iPhone, you can swipe up on each photo and write your own caption. That way, if you have ideas for a clever way to share something related to your product, it's already saved inside your phone. 
You can also start saving other posts on Instagram or Facebook. If you see a person who communicates in a way that you really like, that you are drawn to, start saving things that inspire you and that you are drawn to. That way you can use those as sort of a case study for the way that you talk to your own customers. I think a lot of times we stop thinking like buyers and we are so focused on the TPT side of things that we lose sight sometimes of what it really takes to connect with people. And that's simply just to talk to them like they like being talked to and talk to them in a way that's going to connect with them. Sometimes it's hard to remember the human side of this business because we're always so focused and busy on product creation and all of the analytical things. But At the end of the day, if you can learn how to talk to your customers, you've already made it so far in this business. Now, going along with that idea, when you are ready to talk to your customers and sell your products, the way that you talk to them beyond your language is super important because here's the thing. If you have a product to sell, probably nine times out of 10, your first inclination is to just give a laundry list of features. It has this many pages. It can be used on the smart board. It covers these standards, you know, that whole list of features. And those are really important. And those have a time and a place to be shared. But when you are marketing your product, whether it's on a social media platform or through your email, a lot of times that list of features is going to be quickly scrolled past and forgotten because it's not memorable. It doesn't hook people. And it's not really that interesting. Now, when you are creating your product description on TPT, then of course, a list of features is absolutely necessary. But if you have one shot to grab your customer while they are scrolling through their feed, then they are certainly not going to stop scrolling for a list of product features. So a really easy mindset shift to make so that you can avoid doing that all of the time is to focus on the solution that you are offering rather than the product. And I don't know who said this first, However, something that has always stuck in my mind when I am thinking about how I want to talk to my customers when it comes to my products is this amazing idea. Sell a good night's sleep, not the mattress. People don't really care about the product because chances are there are hundreds of products just like it. But if you can get your customer to see how it's going to change their life, how it's going to help them, how it's going to make things easier, how it's going to save them time then you have yourself a potential buyer. But if you're just going to sit there and tell them how many pages it is and um, what standards it covers in your messaging, then they're probably just going to scroll right through. So the more you can stay focused on the solution, the more you can draw them in closer to your products because people are naturally drawn to finding the path of least resistance and for finding things that make their life easier. So if you can automatically show them, hey, I've got an answer to your problems, then that is way more effective than just telling them about the product itself. This is also a technique that we encourage almost weekly on our clubhouse audits that we do on Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we give people advice about their stores. So many times in the first paragraph, what we like to call the snippet of our product description, we have to coach people to really talk about the problem and the pain points that teachers are having, because that's what's going to hook your audience. Now, in addition to the way that you talk to your customers, My second big piece of advice is to use what you already have to market 
your products. Because when you enter the world of marketing, you are going to be surrounded by so many different choices and options. And you're going to hear things that sound really complicated and really expensive, like Facebook ads and promoted pins and email funnels. And those things are all great. But if you are just getting started or you've really never done much marketing before, or you've been around for a while and you just don't love the idea of paying for things every single time you have to market, then these are some really easy, free, or low-cost ways to market your store. Now, the first obvious one is social media. Having a Pinterest account, a Facebook page, and an Instagram account are all really good tools for a teacher seller. If you are starting out, I would encourage you to start with one and get good at it before you try to do the others. But I also know brand new sellers who have jumped right in and done all of the platforms and all of the things. And that's totally possible too. Just be prepared to have a lot to do and a lot to manage. However, these days, social media is the number one place to start, in my opinion, to get your products and your ideas out there. And now it's really nice because if you have a Facebook page and an Instagram page, there are a lot of third-party apps and also the Facebook platform now that allows you to schedule posts to both platforms at the same time. So you're not doing double the work. So if you are new or just starting out or you are just starting marketing your store, I would start with at least one social media platform and go from there. Now, another part of our marketing options that we have available to us free of charge is the note to followers feature on TPT. And this is simply a tool that you can find if you hover over your store name and you get your menu pop up. Note to followers is an option and you are able to send a note to every single person who follows your store on TPT. So on your page where it says your number of followers, that's how many people your note is going to be sent to. And I will be the first to admit that this is something I almost never do because it's just something that I kind of started doing as a newer seller. But then once I got my Facebook ads going and my email list going, I was like, eh, I don't really have to do the note to followers anymore. But I'm here to tell you a little story that changed my mind. Last year in the School of Sellers group, we got to talking about the note to followers. And I was very honest. I said, you know, I never do them, but it kind of piqued my thoughts. And I decided to just do a note to followers to see how it was going to go. And I ended up making, since I shared some products in that note to followers. And I used UTM links to track who actually bought the product from those links. I ended up making an extra $200 that week just from my note to followers. And it's $200 I never would have had if I hadn't written the note to followers. And the notes are super easy. It's just like an email. You can add links, you can add images. And if you follow Bearwood Labs on TPT, they have a lot of seller tools that are really helpful. And one of those things is a tool to make your note to followers even better. So I strongly recommend looking into your note to followers. Now, it's really important to note, no pun intended, that you can only send one note per month. So it's important to be strategic, especially around the times of site-wide sales. So if you know that there's a sale coming up, like the super predictable ones, for example, back to school, then it would be wise to save one of your notes to followers for right before the sale. In addition to your note to followers, another free option for marketing is the social media shout out that TBT offers. You can submit products and posts of your own social media platforms to be shared on TBT's social media platforms. And we are going to link to the form that you can use to submit those 
in the show notes. And also another thing that goes along with our social media shout out is the free newsletter submission that you can do on TBT. So every single week, TBT sends out a newsletter to teachers and teacher sellers can apply to have a free resource featured in the newsletter, a paid resource featured in the newsletter, or they can apply to be the featured seller of the week, which is a huge opportunity. And these are all free. So here's how this looks. And again, we will link to all of your submission options in the show notes. For your free products or your paid products, you can submit those every single week. So you can submit one free product and one paid product every single week to the TPT newsletter. And then for the featured seller, you can apply for that once a month. So that's really easy to just add to your calendar. If you do it the same day every week or the same day every month, it takes less than 10 minutes to apply. You can keep a simple spreadsheet or Google Doc of the products that you have submitted, the links to them, and any information that goes along with them. That way, they're there for you to copy and paste every single time that you go to apply for any of those spots. So again, those are just some really high-impact low cost ways to get your things seen on TBT. Now, if you submit to the newsletter, don't expect to be featured the very next week. It often takes months, sometimes even over a year to get featured. So it's something that just requires patience, but it's something we should all be doing because why not? It's free exposure. Now, my third helpful tip for you today about marketing is even though there are tons of free and easy ways to market your products, you should also be prepared to pay for marketing at some point in your business. And in the industry, a lot of times people say that we are paying to play, right? What used to come to us naturally is now something we have to pay for because what, 10 years ago, just when Facebook and everything was starting to get big, which was longer than 10 years ago, I realized that was more like almost 20 years ago. But when I first started TPT about eight years ago, our organic traffic was a lot better, which means that I could post something on my Facebook page and not pay for it. And it would still get a lot of interaction, a lot of likes, a lot of shares. And it was really easy to come by that organic traffic. Nowadays, though, with the changes in algorithms and just the changes on the social media platforms in general, our organic traffic is a lot lower and sometimes rumored to be as low as 2%, which means that if you post on Instagram or Facebook, and you don't promote it with any ad money, about 2% of your audience can be expected to see it, which sounds really abysmal. And it is, it's not great. But that's why I think it's important to really wrap your head around the idea that you will at some point pay for marketing. The more you can get used to that idea, the less it's going (laughs) to hurt once you actually start paying for things like Facebook ads. And here's the thing. I am a huge proponent of Facebook ads. That is where I put the majority of my ad money. They've been successful for me. And I think I can attribute Facebook ads to the thing that really catapulted my business from successful to like super successful. But I'm not telling you that so that you feel like you have to start spending hundreds of dollars on Facebook ads. One of the common misconceptions about Facebook ads is that they're super expensive. And while they can be for certain purposes, they don't have to cost a lot. In fact, the Facebook course that I took at the very beginning, Cultivate with Tracy Morgan, who is now my Facebook ads coach, also encourages us to spend as little as $5 a day on Facebook ads. So it's worth it to play around with it if it's in your budget and you have the bandwidth 
mentally to figure out a new skill, um, the earlier you can start at least playing around with the idea of Facebook ads, the better off you'll be. Facebook has a lot of free resources for learning Facebook ads, and you can certainly tap into the YouTube world for tutorials and just kind of piece together the information. And then when you are ready, you can either choose to invest in a Facebook ads course like I did with Tracy, or you might just jump right into spending money on ads. But I think it's important to at least have a general understanding and idea of why Facebook ads are going to be important and why paid advertising is going to matter one day to you. So that way you're not totally opposed to the idea when it actually happens. And I didn't personally start paying for advertisements until four years into my business. So if you are hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying, you don't have to do this right now. I'm just giving you a heads up because it was really hard for me to transition from not paying for marketing to paying. Even though I was making more money, it kind of was painful (laughs) to part with some of that money, but it really did make a huge impact on my business. So it's something that I encourage all sellers to work up towards. Now, in the meantime, If you are not in a position financially or you have no time to figure out Facebook ads and you're like, no, this is not something that's going to be on my my plate right now, then I think there are a couple things that you could do that can help right now so that when you are ready, you'll be at least a little prepared. And one of those things is to set up your TPT pixel and Facebook. TPT just recently gave us the ability to connect our Facebook pixel with our TBT account, which means that we can now target people on Facebook who have added things to the wish list on TBT, or maybe they've bought products from our store on TBT. So that is a huge thing to do for the future of your Facebook ads. And it's something you can do now without actually having to run an ad. It's just going to start collecting data for you. If you are a member of the School of Sellers or School of Sellers 101 group, we have posted videos in those groups about how to set up your pixel, but you can also find that information on TBT. I would also recommend creating a business page on Facebook and Instagram at the very least. That way you have a presence, you've established yourself, and you have secured your business name across all of those platforms. So whether or not you are ready to jump into social media at all, I would also recommend getting your name securing your handle, and that way you have the accounts when you are ready to use them. There's nothing more frustrating than being ready to get on social media and make moves in your business only to realize that all of your names and versions of your business name have already been taken. So I would definitely set up your pixel, get those usernames, and just start getting comfortable with the platform so that one day when you are ready to pay to advertise, you will be ready to go. So there you have it, my friends. Marketing does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to take up a ton of our time. But I hope that you at least take away one actionable thing that you are going to do following this episode because marketing is so, so important. It's not my favorite part of the business, but it's crucial for sure. We have put together a little marketing cheat sheet for you that gives you all of the links that you need to apply for any of the spots that I told you about on TPT and also just gives you a brief rundown of all of your free or low cost marketing options as a new seller. So if you would like to grab that, you can go to schoolofsellers.com slash foundations and it is part of our teacher seller starter kit. You can download the whole starter kit. You can download just the marketing cheat sheet. 
And you can also check out other podcast episodes that are part of our Back to Basics series, as well as learn more about our foundations course for new and up and coming teacher sellers that can all be found at schoolofsellers.com slash foundations. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. I really appreciate the time that you take every week to tune into this show. And I will see you here again next week. Thank you.